Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get out your Bible and open up the notes app on your phone as we jump into God's word with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Welcome to the Mrs. Rev podcast. I'm so happy that you're tuning in today. We are going to be talking about the power of our declaration. And I have a special guest with me today, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. I'm going to introduce you to her in just a minute. But before I do, don't forget that tonight is our Devonair night. You're not going to want to miss this conference with Terry Seville Foy. So that's Friday night into Saturday. Make sure if you haven't signed up yet, you come out and join us for our Devonair event right in Washington, Pennsylvania. Well, we're going to jump into God's Word today. I have Carolyn Shuttlesworth, author of the book Lines. Uh, She resides in Parkland, Florida with her husband, evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., and her three beautiful kids, Maddie, Brooklyn, and Teddy III. So we're so glad to have you here with us today, Carolyn. Our ladies have been enjoying your book. We've uh, kind of made it into a Bible study, uh, going through your declarations uh, and just getting into the Word together. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be on the Mrs. Rev podcast. You're one of my favorite pastor ladies <laughs> that's you're, out there. You're a frequent uh, visitor <laughs> to uh, the Mrs. Yes. Rev podcast. So. Well, I'm glad they've really been enjoying it. Yes. That was like such a, I don't know, it was, it was a hard thing to write because the enemy will come at you and say, well, everyone does devotions. There's so many devotions out there, you know, that's just going to be just like another book. But it was one thing that I really felt when I, you know, do you remember when I started to put out the declarations? Yes. Like I was yeah. doing it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I started it at the end of, well, maybe like the fall of 2019 into the beginning of 2020. And I got such a major response of ladies asking me to put it in a book. But I didn't want it to end there and be like, oh, I just want to put declarations in a book. I want to write about it. I want to bring the gift of faith so when they see a declaration, even, you know, I did experiences in the book of my own life and stories that they could see how to operate in it, how to do it. And when I wrote it, I was like, you know, everything that I do, my heart's desire is that the power of the Holy Spirit is on it. Because I've learned over the years, you know, sitting in church doesn't change anything. You know, just putting up cute Bible verse memes online doesn't do anything. It's actually something you personally have to partake in and operate in. And so I always just said, to Ted, you know, once I start stepping out and doing this, I don't want my stuff to be just stuff. Yep. I right. want it to have the power of the Holy Spirit on it. And that's so right. that's I love what you're saying, like <laughs> making it tangible. And I love yeah. the stories in um, the declaration book lines because it shows women like we can we can uh, hear things. We can know of things. We can know, oh, we should be doing that. You know, you can recite a scripture until you're blue in the face. But yeah. if you don't know what it means, if you don't sure. believe it, it's not in your heart. Then, you know, you're not going to see the fruit of it. So, you know, really making it tangible, saying this is what is yours out of the word of God. This is how you can actually apply this to your everyday life. Right. This isn't just 
just a book that God thought would be a good idea for you to read for 10 minutes a day <laughs> right. and then put back on your nightstand. This right. is living and active, the Bible says, that it's actually a weapon yes. you know, that we use. And so um, so understanding that and then putting it to action is so, so good. And, you know, I love what you said about women. You know, you can sit in the church pew. You can hope things to go well in life, but really taking responsibility for your life. And I want to hone in on that in just a minute here because that's such a powerful point. But kind of your tagline for the Lions book, I have it written down, but I'm going to actually read it from the cover so I don't <laughs> mess it up. So it's confessions that create boundary lines that your enemy cannot cross. Why don't you speak into that for a second? Yeah, because, you know, when I picture that that tagline, I was like picturing a permanent marker. You know, it can't be erased. And it's something that you can, you know, you can draw around yourself, around your home, around your family, and it's it's permanent. Yeah. And so, you know, just like when anyone who owns property and you know that, you know, having the wonderful church buildings you do in your own home and stuff, you do have a property boundary line. Yeah. And there is a law for it. Like not anyone can just come on it. You can call the police and ask them to leave. And so that's what it is with our declarations and our confessions and knowing the word of God. It's like calling the the police on the enemy to remove him from your presence. Yeah. And so when you have that boundary line, you know, a lot of times we complain about things in our life and and things you know that's happening in our family or in our home or why is it going this way but we really need to step back and look and say where did I open the door to the enemy Mm -hmm. because in Luke 10 19 it says he's given us all power yeah and so we have to realize we have all power the devil has none so if there's any power that he has over your life it's because somewhere along the line You've handed it to them. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of women listening to that today, they could hear that and they could be like self-condemning, like, oh, man, this is all my fault. No. Or they could be like, oh, my goodness. Like, they could almost get into fear. The enemy can use that as fear against you. Like, uh, you know, is there a devil hiding behind every bush? What am I doing to let him in? So let's just confront that. Like, let's confront that lie with truth that, no, you know, if you have let down the guard in some areas, whether you didn't know what the word of right. God said, or maybe you relax in areas, or maybe you just spoke into what you were feeling, or it's maybe something that you heard growing up your mother right. say all the time. And you have to that, break that yes. cycle that, you know, you've heard for all those years. Yeah. And Especially it's not if you went late. to a different church. That's right. That you, didn't preach on healing or prosperity, or you can live in the fullness of joy. You yeah. know, that stuff that, you know, just like anything, it. You know, an example when you're young, you'll at least, you know, my parents, I grew up this way, you know, with gas and getting it cheaper, you know, yeah. you can go this way and you, you realize that, you know, it, you instill it in your mind and be like, you know what, I can afford the extra 10 cents later on in life. So it's just like the little things that we've been programmed in life yeah. that we have to learn to break it with the word of God. And like you said, not condemning, you know, like you said, people will get on uh, themselves You know, when they say, oh, well, maybe I've opened the door. It's not something for you to kick the ground on and, 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 you know, be hard on yourself about. It's just like where, you know, like the Bible says, we talked about before, my people perish for their lack of knowledge. And so if there's something you don't know yet, that's why I'm big on teaching ladies. Listen, let's do topical studies. If you aren't for sure grounded in healing, well, let take some weeks to do a, a personal study on 
healing. What does the Bible say? What is it ours as a believer? Yes. Is it our right? Does he sometimes beat us up to fix us up? Does he, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like figure figure that out. What you truly believe. What you truly believe to, to be God. rooted I in I love it. that advice, you know, and I tell women all the time, like if you don't know the Bible, just look up. Like we right. have Google, look at Bible stories on healing or Bible yeah. verses on healing and to make get it you your started. focus. Right. I love that. And you know, so you don't beat yourself up over it, but at the same time, you don't put your head in the sand either. Correct. So, you know, I feel like that's a part of maturing and growing as a woman of God, uh, as a person, you know, whether a man or a woman, growing in the knowledge of, okay, I have a part to play. And that shouldn't that shouldn't make us feel bad. That should really empower us now that the enemy just can't come and ransack my life. That, right. that I don't just have to sit back and take anything that's come my way. If I've experienced any sort of loss, then I'm going to chalk it up as fuel to my fire yeah. to, to stand at those boundary lines. Yeah, you know, we, Lear, learn from it. Learn from it. You don't have have to do it again, but learn from it. Learn from it. We have um, property, of course, and we had new neighbors move in, and uh, we try to be as kind to our neighbors. And and for (laughs) a year straight, um, they would just come in and play in our yard, which we don't have, we don't mind, except that when they come in our yard, our dogs start barking and. Uh, things start going, you know, awry in our house. And so um, the dogs are barking all over the place. So it just became such a habit. Like it was kind of like they were growing on my property. Like so at first they were just playing and now they have their like toys on our property. I'd come home from work and they would be like, you know, spending their playtime in our property, which, you know, there was something about that that, you know, I was like, wait a second. Like, do they know there's a boundary line there? But Not see, that I after a while, be. you started to feel intrusive. Truly like like yes. somebody was starting, like at first, and that's that's a perfect example of how the enemy gets in and, and starts to live within the lives of Christians is at first you're okay with it. That's right. Like, oh, okay, no I don't want to be rude. I don't want to overreact yeah, yeah. about mm-hmm. this. Like, it's no big fine. Deal. And then look what happened. Then it they become grew. comfortable. And I love John 10, 10 because it gives us a clear picture that the enemy has never come just to take a little bit. Nope. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So, you know, just coming on and taking full range of that property and ignoring that boundary line. And so it took me uh, at one point saying, hi, you know, excuse me, can I help you? (laughs) And at which point they just blew up, like calling me names in my own yard. And and I'm like, no, I don't mind. But just like maybe ask me or let me know you're going to be in the yard because (laughs) we have dogs. Well, I remember this story when you first moved in. Yeah, I didn't so, know it escalated. But, but you know, it just it just reminded me of just that boundary line. And you know what? Like um how how we have to really uh, protect what is ours. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, the enemy would even love us to think like, oh, like part of me was like, oh, I'm a Christian. I don't want to say anything. And I wasn't rude by any stretch of the imagination. It was like, hey, can I help you? Right. You know, you're on my property kind of thing. And but the enemy would want you to shut up and right. just take it and That's sit right. back and just keep your mouth shut and just let right. him ransack your life. All the while saying, God, why is this happening? Right. Why aren't you, you know, why are you letting this happen in my Absolutely. life? Absolutely. And then you actually had the right from the beginning. Yeah. You had the right to say something, the authority to ask them to leave. And so that's a perfect, perfect example of how Christians allow something small at the beginning and then it manifests big later. And then you get when it's big, it's like harder to deal with it's worse like you said they blew up at you and then it gets ugly and it's like that's not even how I wanted to have life with my neighbors yes well it comes to a point where you're either going to make a decision and I want you to listen to this if you're listening to the podcast you're either going to accept it is normal in your life or it's it's going to be a point where you start to confront that thing 
So you're either going to accept it and say that's just the way it is, or you're going to start confronting it from the word of God. And that's what, what that's what lines, that's what declaration is all about, starting to confront things out of God's word that are out of alignment with God's word. You know, I think of James uh, when it talks about our, our lives or our, um, the, the word of God is like a mirror to us that that when we hold up the word of God and we see what God's plan is and then we can look at it and say what in my life doesn't line up what in the reflection is off and then take the word of God to change it and get it in alignment yeah you know you we don't always think that our words are so powerful I mean the the entire world was created with words so I mean they got to have some power to them right and then the centurion servant was healed with the power of your words send a word only you know speak the word speak the word it's speaking the word and seeing the power of it come into manifestation in our life there wasn't one time when you go through the bible that um jesus didn't say something and the power of his words fell like you know to the ground with nothing it it either was life or death yeah that's right he spoke to the tree dead Sorry, you're not producing any fruit. Bye-bye. You know, you've put a distaste in my mouth. (laughs) Uh, Or he healed people by speaking the word. That's right. Or, you know, anything he he commanded uh, the storm to settle by speaking a word. So when you go through the Bible and you see how much was really done with declaring the word, he is our word, then you realize that there is so much power you hold in your daily life. Mm. So good. I love the quote, and I'm sure you've heard it a million times, that God's word in your mouth is the same as God's word coming from his mouth. Yeah. That, that whenever you declare that thing, um, you see things change. Of course, Job uh, talks about, you know, declare a thing and it'll be established. And yeah. The, and the light of my favor will shine upon your path. That, that when we declare things, there's an establishment that takes forth. And it's like that boundary, you know, that's, that's reinforced yeah. in our lives. But people take that Job story and they just mess it up totally and they're like, he gives and takes away and I'm just going to eat it. Well, it's like we have to get the right concept of who our heavenly father yeah, is. Right. It's he, he's either good all the time or he's just bad because yeah. there's no in between with him. That's right. And so when we, you know, sing, he's a good, good father. That's who yeah. he is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not Ted. Um, <laughs> you know, we have to really own that, that he is a good, good father. And so Job, you know, God allowed it to happen because he opened the door up with his mouth, with the things he was saying. You know, God didn't do anything to him. Yeah. He just said, listen, you're going to receive because of what your mouth is speaking. Yes. And ultimately that was fear. Yeah. So what, like like the Bible said, what it, what Job feared came upon him. So he opened the door through that fear access Mm -hmm. and God, just like now, God has given us all the ability and power to take control over everything. Mm-hmm. He's done everything. He sent his son. Jesus died on the cross so we could live with particular rights in our covenant as a Christian. And so it's just like the same with Job. He's saying, listen, don't, <laughs> do what you want, but here's, here's the Bible. Here's instruction. I'd rather you do this mm-hmm. and not have to learn the hard way. Yeah. But if you don't want to follow my instruction then you will learn the hard way. And that was the same story with Job. So people read that and they get all messed up and they don't even understand it properly by looking at it that what it was Job that opened the door by what he said. That's right. Yep, that's so good. So good. And such a powerful Sorry, truth. I talk you know. with my hands. No, that, 
And I love what, you, what you already referred to. It. <laughs> He's I like, am you too. go to like a to restaurant. I know, like, I'm real, like, there's nobody watching me but you on this podcast, and I'm talking with my hands. But he'll joke, he's like, you go to a restaurant and you'll ask for a salad and you'll like make a bowl shape with your hands. And I'm like, you know, I don't even mean to do that. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> no, uh, you referred to Hosea 4.6 earlier and it's so good. And it's my people perish for lack of knowledge. So, you know, really that lack of knowledge. And we talked about get in the word, get a topical Bible study, see what God's word says, you know, and then start speaking that word over your life. You know, Romans 10, 17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Every time you declare God's word, your faith is being built. You're hearing it. It's a declaration to the enemy and it's a declaration to the Lord, reminding him of the word uh, that he that he wrote that he will bring to pass in your life. So, you know, I love um, this book that you wrote on declarations because I feel like it's a great user's guide, a user's manual to women of faith who want to start declaring and applying God's word every day in every area of their lives. So let's talk about this for a second because um, I want to hit on a different angle. A lot of these declarations are great for moms and wives. Let's talk about some declarations that if you're single out there that you can be declaring over your life daily. Like just topics <laughs> off the bat. Like, uh, you know, someone might say, I'm not a wife yet. How does this apply? Well, you can declare it in faith, well, right? You don't have oh, to just yeah, wait. Absolutely. Until- so, you know, for all, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I got to laugh. I got to laugh in the back. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, you know, I, I and that's one thing with nonstop mom. A lot of people will write me and say, "Well, I'm not a mom yet." And, and really, nonstop mom, I always joke and say, "Well, it doesn't mean what I what I put out is just for moms. It's just that's what I am. Yeah. I'm a nonstop mom." Right. So, yeah. but I have a lot of people that will say, "You know, I listen to your stuff on how to be a godly wife and how to. Be, I'm not there yet. I'm not even dating anybody, but you can speak. You know, you can speak your future." right now that's right you can speak what you want into your future one thing my husband will say when he's preaching about stuff like this is that you can speak yourself into a a truck stop bathroom your future or you can speak yourself into the ritz carlton that's right so you you have the ability to determine where your life is headed Mm -hmm. god's given us instruction the holy spirit's our guide so yes obey that but you're speaking it and that's how it's it's like steps it's taking you down the steps of, of your path of life. Mm-hmm. And so for, for the people who are single, you know, one of my biggest things when I started Nonstop Mom was is you can have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. The world will tell you, you know, when you're married, it's going to be okay. But, you know, if you want to get out of it, you can get out of it because, you know, it's really just a piece of paper that bound you together, mm-hmm. you know, or you don't even need to get married. Um, or when you have kids, when you have kids, Listen, that's going to be your main focus. You're going to just going to have to put your marriage on the back burner, you know, or when you have kids, you can't do anything. You know, they make it sound like a real drag mm-hmm. to have some kind of family right. life. Yes. And so that's when my purpose with nonstop mom and the declarations and things like that was like, no, you can have everything God's provided for you. You that's can right. have it all. You yeah. don't have to have someone tell you you can't have it all. Yeah. So if you are single listening to this or you are dating and, you know, you're speaking Speak now how you want to be as a wife. Yep. If you need to go through scriptures and see how you're supposed to act as a wife. You know, because when you get married, it, it you do have to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not about the whole time you're praying for your husband That's to right. change. Yeah. You have to ask the Holy Spirit, how can I change? Yeah, you know, Ted absolutely. and I came from two. Yes, we were raised Christian and Pentecostal and came from a lot of the 
same little things, but personality wise, we both had to work on stuff Mm -hmm. and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in that. And how can I change and how can he change? But he had to have the Lord tell him that. So right now, figure out the kind of wife that you're going to going to be by declaring the word, what he said as a wife is supposed to be. That's so praying for your husband, being a helpmate, not a nag, you know, raising him right, like helping him lift up. Because he, at the end of the day, is the authority of the home. That's right. As you know, I mean, you guys have the ideal, uh, Ted and I talk about you guys all the time, (laughs) the marriage, the the parent life, the kids, you guys are a staple out there. And so, you know, you can have that. But like like you mentioned before, you have to speak it now of how you want it to be when you get to that point. That's so right. you're ready. You yeah. want to be ready. You don't want to like <laughs> find someone and then start fixing yourself. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. And if you have that vision, then you're going to become that person and you're going right. to, you know, like spirits attract. So as yeah. you become that person, you're going to attract the right person. So if you're single out there listening or maybe you're married and you don't have kids, uh, you know, just just start declaring what you want to see God in every area of your life. This is and and if these declarations don't apply to you right now, use them as um, a format of okay. Well, if if Carolyn did that over that scripture, I'm going to choose a scripture that I'm believing God for, and I'm going to declare it. I'm going to get into the Word. I'm going to really find out what it means, and I'm going to believe. I'm going to let faith be built in that area, and I'm going to see things change. So um, it's been amazing having you discuss this book. This book has been a blessing to the. Ladies at Champion, and I know it's going to be a blessing to listeners. If you haven't got it yet, make sure you check it out at MiracleWord.com. It's the book Lines, and uh, it's confessions that create boundaries your enemy cannot cross. And and that's our prayer for you today, that that really you take a stand for the boundary lines uh, of your life. If there's something in your life that you don't like something that's tormenting you, something an area that's that the enemy is really having a heyday with. Get into God's word, find out what it says, and drive them out of your life in that area, and you'll see God do amazing things. So thank you so much again, Carolyn. Anything else Thanks you'd like to say me. before we wrap up? No, today? it's just you know, Pastor Joey and I are are rooting for you. So honestly, she is such a strong woman of God. If you have any questions or need to reach out to her, reach out to her. She is a great encouragement in my life, wow. and she'll be a great encouragement in yours Uh I'm not saying that because you gave me 20 bucks no I'm just kidding (laughs) well it has been so good to chat with each and every one of you today on the Mrs. Rev podcast I pray that this uh, blessed you get the book get in God's word and let's grow together in the things of God until next time we'll see you on the Mrs. Rev podcast thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast if you could help us out do us a favor and subscribe but also leave a rating and a review If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave any of your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.